Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... Wow, it's already January the 12th, the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two, the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. You say, Sam, you sound super strange. I know it. I know it. I just had surgery. And when they put a, a, a breathing tube down your throat, you sound like this for a few days. And I apologize for that. Thanks for your understanding. But I am recovering nicely to all of those who are interested. And uh, the good news is that I'm on the rebound. And I'm told that the more I talk and the more I walk and the more I do these things, uh, the faster I'll recover. So let's just get after it and stand for the sacred cause of liberty while getting better at the same time, shall we? I am here today with Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, his incredible website. Uh, he's got weekly webinars on the Constitution, Q&A, and a whole lot more. Uh, he's got his incredible collegiate series to preserve the nation available at that website as well. Uh, every time he puts up a ton of videos, they destroy and take them down. So that's been an epic battle as they try to control the narrative. Uh, and we talked last hour about two people, Donald Trump and Anthony Fauci, and how both of them are literally dishonestly manipulating the laws of our country to pretend they're dictators, to pretend they have unbridled authority with zero accountability. It's an unconstitutional fault, or it's an unconstitutional reality we find ourselves in, folks. It is absolutely wrong. Donald does not have a license to kill. Anthony Fauci uh, pretends he doesn't remember, but you know what? With RFK JR's book, we have enough evidence to prove Anthony Fauci guilty 66,000 times over. He's a criminal. He needs to be put in prison. And Rand Paul and Sam Bushman and Dr. Scott Bradley and a few of us are really pushing this truth. You have got to create accountability. The discussions are beyond these two men. It isn't about Donald. It isn't about Anthony or Tony Fauci or whatever. It's about the rule of law in America. And folks, if you let these people literally go off like this and, and let it stand without accountability, um, you know, you give them an inch, they take a mile kind of a discussion. I fear for the future of our nation with these kind of extreme agendas by not only Donald Trump, but not only Anthony Fauci, but by the courts as well. Okay, the courts are literally going after everyone for everything. If you're a good guy, you're going to get sued. You're going to have, tr you're going to lawfare, lawfare, lawfare to where you just flat out run out of money. Okay, these things have got to stop. And the only way that I know to stop it is for a moral and a religious people to assert themselves and say, hey, this isn't going to happen on our watch. Okay, we have got to elect good, honest, moral people. The elections are in question now as well. Uh, and it turns out that Chris Christie dropped out of the race, Dr. Bradley. What do you say to that? It's about time. <laughs> I, I just wonder what Amen. he did. As, I just wonder what he did as he went out the door. I mean, he's going to throw his considerable weight behind probably a Nikki Haley or something like that, I'm guessing. But uh, he... Uh, I didn't have a chance. He didn't have a story to tell. He didn't have a following. He didn't have a uh, an agenda of liberty. I mean, you know, tell me, I, I guess I don't quite understand why he's running. I mean, 
people could say, I guess, that about me. All he you know, really was I, was an old, grumpy man with a gripe, is all I could tell. He just had a gripe towards everybody. He didn't have any really, anything valuable to say or to contribute. He just basically complained about everybody, and he was like the curmudgeon on the stage. As far as I could tell, him and Mike Pence were both similar in that regard. Old guard folks that have really, on their watch, they've destroyed the country, and now they just want to basically complain and blame that they're the only ones with experience, keep them in power just because. Uh, it's time to change the guard, folks. It's time to get good, honest constitutional people in there. RFK JR is the only, in my opinion, person uh, who might have a chance to actually get something done and who's constitutionally qualified to run. At this point, there's nobody else that I can see on the national stage that I could consider for president. Vivek's a wonderful man. I like him. I like what he has to say. But there's nobody right now that I could vote for but RFK JR, doctor. Well, you bring up, and we talked about this, I think, last time we were on the air, about how we have a, a spate of people that are running and, and have been for some years now, I mean, that that are constitutionally unqualified. And we do need to go back and read the rule book, if you will. I mean, if, you, if you're playing soccer, you know, you can't pick the ball up and carry it down the field. I mean, that's a different game. And, and so the people have got to keep their action. I mean, little kids understand this when they play soccer. And, and we need to understand that, um, that we have an absolute, unequivocal supreme law of the land directive that says this, that, and the other, and all the different subjects. But the problem with Vivek is that he does not constitutionally qualify for president or vice president under the, the, the rules established by the American founding fathers. You know, and, and Kennedy's not without his faults. I mean, I, I mean, he's got to, I mean, people say, well, let's talk about democracy first. Okay, fine, fine. We can, we can fix that with him maybe. But the idea of, of, of getting out of all our military industrial complex, uh, military adventurism all over the world is a grand idea, but he wants to spend that money on housing in America. That's not a constitutional authority either. He wants to do abortion in the first trimester because of a woman's choice. And you say, holy cow, get them things right. But, you know, I do say about uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that he is probably pro, more pro-life than probably most of your pro-life that are considered pro-life Republicans. You say, how is that? He, he has some, you know, allowance for abortion. Well, stop and think about it. Do we kill babies before they're born or do we kill them after they're born? Well, they're both wrong. Neither one of those options is an acceptable option. But the war party, and, and I, I'm having trouble keeping them straight nowadays, is it the Republicans or the Democrats? I mean, is it Lindsey Graham, the warmongering Republican? Or is it, I mean, you know, we could discuss why both parties are so intently shipping the means of destruction to Ukraine and to Israel and, and this idea of the pogroms and genocide that's going on there. Holy cow. Anyway, I mean, I I guess Bobby Kennedy wants to stop the killing after you're born and, and after you're 18 years old, but he wants to do it in the first trimester. But how many, uh, you think about this for a minute. It, it, people need to th connect the dots and think, Killing people is wrong, no matter when you're doing it, and and uh, and so I don't know. But Bobby Kennedy does have some some powerful populist things that resonate with Americans, and I think he's climbing in the polls. I think I think he's the only Democrat that could beat Donald Trump in a fair fight. 
I, well, I say fair fight because about, they're going to steal it. That, well, you're right about that. Now they're talking about, though, that this might be the next Ross Perot. He's got quite a following. Uh, and, you know, you can say, well, Sam, 20 percent is not going to get it. 19 percent, whatever, 15 percent. Look, that's enough to swing it in the favor of somebody regardless, though. So understand you cannot, you know, ignore that reality check. Vivek is saying all the right things, folks. And, and the problem is he's right on almost everything he says. Uh, and from a, uh, you know, being aligned with someone, I'm more aligned with Vivek than anybody on the stage. The problem is that issue about his, uh, you know, qualifications to be president. But here's what happened. CNN kicked him out of the debate. They claimed that he didn't have enough, um, I don't know what you want to call it, standing or fulfill their requirements. And he said he did fulfill the requirements, but they manipulated him off the stage. Uh, in my opinion, that's election fraud. So RFKJR got wrongfully railroaded out of the Democratic Party. Vivek now wrongly railroaded out of the debate. It was a joke between um, you know, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. It was a waste of time, blame game, worthless debate. Uh, but while that was happening, Vivek ran commercials during the debate, CNN. Here's the commercial Vivek ran. I'm Vivek Ramaswamy and I approve this message. The mainstream media is trying to rig the Iowa GOP caucus in favor of the corporate candidates who they can control. Don't fall for their trick. They don't want you to hear from me about the truth of what really happened on January 6th. The truth about the COVID origin, the Hunter Biden laptop story, and everything else they have lied to you about. So you can fix that. Take your remote and turn this off. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He's simply saying you've got to jettison the mainstream press if you want to hear the truth. And I think we're to that point in America where Americans are starting to understand that reality check, doctor. Well, you know what? I there there are alternative sources of information. Sadly, far too few people are listening to your broadcast, okay? But there are people finding out. We have the means technologically to do our own investigations, to make our own decisions. And, and, you know, I talk, I mean, let's just use the example of all the people that have contacted me about what a, a challenge. Uh, maybe we can talk about this when we get back. But we have a responsibility before them. Maybe after the break, we can continue this. Roger that. Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds on your radio. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, so just before the break, we had that little segment with Vivek uh, told everybody to turn off the uh, the blather, and did it rather forthrightly. And uh, we're we're wondering if anybody really played that on the on the air when there it was in the face of the uh, the broadcast. At any rate, um, we do have the uh, opportunity today. Technology exists; we can do our own investigations. I mean, I I started to say something about the uh, how many people had contacted me over the years about the uh, uh, the election of of Mitt Romney as a Utah senator and you know how he presented himself as a conservative and uh, you know nobody ever stopped to think about it how many conservatives get elected in Massachusetts yeah, yeah there you go especially in the last forty years probably at least anyway maybe if you go back two hundred years but. Maybe not, too, with the Whigs. But at any rate, um, you know, people say, oh, no, no, he deceived me. He said he was a conservative, and I believed him. You know, and you think, wait a minute, the godfather of a marriage, of, of same-sex marriage, the godfather of, of Obamacare. I mean, these kinds of things. And yet Utah, the red state, which it's not, elected him. And people say to me, they'd contact me. How do we get him out? How, what do we do? No, you can't. Elections have consequences. You're stuck, baby. But do your own research. It's our duty. We, the people, have a responsibility. We can't remain free. As Sam points out often, the religious and immoral people are required, but we, the people, are the ones that choose who our representatives are. And I always think back about something. I don't want to belabor this too long, but but um, in the, in some of you maybe uh, 20 years ago or whenever it came out, remember seeing The Lord of the Rings or maybe you read the uh, trilogy <clears throat> when you were a kid or something like that. Very, very thought-provoking things in it. But at one point, Frodo, the little hobbit, is lamenting to the to Gandalf, the wizard, about the horrid times they live in and the evil that's there and all of the challenges that are facing them. And Frodo makes the comment, I wish it need not have happened in my time. And Gandalf says, so do I, and so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. It's our time. It's our time, people. We don't have, oh, some kind of relaxing point that we can sit on the beach and and sip a cool drink and say, I'm going to leave this to somebody else. It's us. It comes down to us. And we, the people, I always say this, we outnumber them. The people that are trying to overthrow the freedom of liberty and blessings of proper government in this land, the people like the Anthony Fauci's that are, and the Rama Mel's and whom, 
whoever it else is, uh, Rahm Emanuel, I, I should have said. Anyway, none of those people outnumber us. We can starve them out. We can, by our by our financial strength. I mean, if Disney does stuff that is so putridly woke that you discount, decide what you're going to do with your dollars. If Nike advertises in some way that, that, that offends you, if a beer company puts something out, we can starve them out. We have the economic strength, and it's time for us to start voting with our feet, with I our dollars. I want to cue that commercial and, again because I want to play it. Vivek and Dr. Bradley are virtually saying the same thing. Uh, and I, I sent uh, Jay the press release on this. Um, it's interesting what's going on with this. Um, Vivek highlighting a fundamental truth. You have got to turn off these lies. It's very easy to get rid of being mixed up and to be, you know, jettison the confusion and the, and the, if you listen to the right people. Okay, we're speaking truth to power right now. It is, it is about the checks and balances. It is about the vertical and the horizontal um, divisions in America. It is about chaining people down with the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. It is about these principles that we're talking about. And I think once people kind of hear or can get these truths, pretty soon things become very clear. Here's Vivek one more time. I'm Vivek Ramaswamy and I approve this message. The mainstream media is trying to rig the Iowa GOP caucus in favor of the corporate candidates who they can control. Don't fall for their trick. They don't want you to hear from me about the truth of what really happened on January 6th. The truth about the COVID origin, the Hunter Biden laptop story, and everything else they have lied to you about. So you can fix that. Take your remote and turn this off. There you have it. And I really think that's what it's going to take for Americans to start to be able to see straight. You're going to have to get your kids out of the government schools. Okay, you're going to have to turn off the mainstream press that just literally lies to you. They lied to you about everything under the sun. They lied to you about COVID. They lied to you about masks. They lied to you about social distancing. They lied to you about uh, the J6th reality. They lied to you about virtually everything. Speaking of J6 now, Dr. Bradley... Um, what's this guy's name? Clay Higgins. He's a rep from Louisiana. He says there were over 200 FBI agent provocateurs at January 6th. Now talking to Tucker Carlson, he made this claim 200 plus provocateurs. No wonder you had an escalation. I won't call it an insurrection, but no wonder you had an intentional escalation. FBI agitators were in the mix over 200 of them, according to representative Clay Higgins. Uh, that came out on the Tucker Carlson show. You know, I I don't know where he came up with the 200 number. I, I personally believe it was a far higher number than that. Um, I believe that, uh, and, and all it is is a personal opinion, so I guess it's as valid as anybody else's, but but the fact of the matter is the well, plus number. I think some number. of these congressmen and senators, though, were in some of these hearings behind closed doors and things like that, and I think they have a better handle on it. I know when well, the FBI was be. asked about this in court, they basically said they didn't know how many agents they had planted, and they had to go do a survey and get kind of a number. And so <laughs> whatever the number is, the point is it's huge. You had that thing crawling with FBI agents. You had the FBI agents, according to Clay Higgins, literally um, – I'm trying to think how to say this. They were literally inside the Capitol leading uh, the patriots around um, because they, he explains that the Capitol is so large, so complex, 
It's, it's like a maze when you get inside there. There's no way these patriots could have found their way to the right places and stuff. You had literally provocateurs. When you would come in, they would kind of be like, hey, over here. And you'd see some patriots dressed as Trump supporters. So these, these provocateurs of the FBI were dressed as Trump supporters. So let's say that I'm there, which I was not. But if I was, um, I go in there. I see a Trump supporter over this way. I start heading that way, right? They were literally leading everyone to where they wanted them to be. This was a carried out literally um, actors and actresses carrying out where they wanted people to go and they wanted people to do um, demonstrating by leadership. You had Ray Epps whispering in people's ears saying, hey, take down that barricade. And then you had people inside the Capitol working for the FBI dressed up as Donald Trump supporters, creating a flat out intentional entrapment scenario. Well, I mean, uh, stop and think about, I mean, think about, I mean, almost anything, whether it's the Oak City bombing where the, you know, the, there were provocateurs that were government agents that were involved in that up front. I mean, you had a couple of yo-yos that got pinned on them that couldn't set off a firecracker in the backyard without burning their fingers. And, and they carried out a, a an explosive device that uh, with reflective technology being, it's, it's a complex thing, but the way that bomb went off could not have done the damage. Okay. There were other agents involved. You look at what happened with the, the Gretchen Whitmer thing in Michigan for crying out loud. I would, I would think it would be safe to say that there were more government agents involved in the planning and the encouragement and everything about that. than there were patsies that ended up getting, you know, the book thrown at them. This kind of stuff has got to stop. They're creating their own monster. And by the way, I think it's this is happening all across the nation. What happened after 9-11-2001 is the Homeland Security and the Patriot Act and these military commissions acts for the NDAA and all those kind of things all kind of combined. And by the way, perfect... all that escalation was under Republican leadership. Let's be very clear. Yeah. It absolutely was. And so what happened is everybody says, oh, yeah, we got to throw a bunch of bucks against this thing. Money, 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 money. Well, what happened was all of these mm, terrorist acts that were pending, didn't they, they didn't come about. And so they changed their focus to a domestic terrorist kind of thing. And they go out and, by golly, they ain't happening either. And so what they do is they go out and create their own firestorm of terrorism because they're out there blowing on embers. And, and honestly, I got to tell you, an awful lot of the people that get swept up in these things are probably not the sharpest tool in the woodshed. Uh, they're not the, the brightest bulb on the tree, whatever you want to call it. What I always, or not always, but often say is that those that are probably the most vulnerable are the ones that most often fall to the to the terror, this fear, the doubt, they, they respond quickly. Somebody pushes their button and, and they're, they're out doing something that's, that can be a provocative, provocative yeah, kind like of thing. So reactionaries. They, but that happens. And, and if you look at some of these people that get swept up along on these things, I suspect that these federal agents, let's just call them, are the ones that are out there saying, "Okay, this is this is somebody we can we can probably manipulate them to do this stupid ass thing," that ultimately and finally looks like there's a an avalanche of terrorism waiting to fall on this, and ultimately and finally it results in more tyranny. And I well, again, and that in, Gretchen, in the movie Police State that just got released, 
basically highlights that exact scenario, which is a true story uh, that literally happened by the FBI. They go to these provocateurs into these things, uh, and uh, it went all south and everything else, and it was really the government making it happen. They would have never had the wherewithal, the funding, the organization, the desire to make those things happen because they were broke and kind of on... Uh, you know, in a desperate situation, the FBI took advantage of that and created that very scenario you paint right now. That is in police state as a true fact of what literally happened, ladies and gentlemen. Watch that movie. You got to check it out. Quick pause. Dr. Scott Bradley, Sam Bushman on your radio. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. The Pentagon's Inspector General being tasked now to look back over how the Defense Department handled Secretary Lloyd Austin's recent hospitalization. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder says whether the DOD's policies and procedures are sufficient to ensure timely and appropriate notifications and the effective transition of authorities as may be warranted. President Biden and other top officials did not learn of Austin's hospitalization for prostate cancer until days after the fact. Both sides make their arguments to the news media as closing arguments wrap up in the Trump New York civil fraud trial. The former president, his two adult sons, and other business associates are accused of inflating the value of property in order to get better real estate loans. Trump with reporters after Thursday's proceeding. We've proven this case so conclusively. Uh, We've asked for directed verdict many times. Uh, They don't have any facts. They don't have any evidence against us. New York Attorney General Letitia James says no one is above the law. The point is simple. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how rich you are, that no one is above the law and that the law applies to all of us equally and fairly. Reversing course from an earlier decision, the judge in the case allowed Trump five minutes to offer closing statements of his own. Trump used the time to make accusations against the judge. In Congress, many House conservatives are saying not so fast to an earlier announced spending deal. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says there is still much work to do to avert at least a partial government shutdown. I am taking the first procedural step for the Senate to pass a temporary extension of government funding so the government does not shut down. Schumer and new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson had announced last Sunday that they had arrived at an agreement on spending. However, many conservative GOP lawmakers have balked at the proposal, saying it does not go far enough to cut spending. This is USA News. Right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells, it eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell, just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. 
right now. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code USA3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use USA and the number three. Shipping is free. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly, devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. break we were talking about provocateurs and patsies and uh, as is often my approach to things I oftentimes look back to look forward and uh, as, as uh, it was said by Shakespeare in the Tempest the past is prologue it basically is an introduction to the future and it came to mind uh, over the break that that uh, this, these things are not without a type and a shadow, a pattern. Things that have been played before. It's kind of like Satan. He has us step in the same traps the last generation stepped in. I mean, lust, leisure, licentiousness, power, wealth, glory, whatever. Whatever rings your bell, he figured out that mortals fall for those things. Well, the same is true in government and power. And it came to mind that uh, the 91st anniversary is coming up next month of something that happened that was a watershed moment in the fall of Germany. And it was the Reichstadt fire. It happened the 27th of February, 1933. That was just four weeks after Adolf Hitler was sworn in. Okay, he came to power by vote, being voted in. He was the chancellor. 
And by golly, their parliament, if you will, their Congress, it started on fire. And there was a, 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 a communist guy, Marnius van der Lubbe, a kind of a defect, defect, I guess I'll call him. I don't think he was the brightest bulb on the tree, but he was the patsy that the, the uh, Nazis pointed to and says, look, 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 those blasted communists, they hate you. They're going to destroy our nation. And, and, and so they blamed it on this, this guy that probably, again, kind of like the guys that did the uh, Oak City bombing, couldn't set off a firecracker in the backyard without burning their fingers. This guy got burned, uh, got burned, yeah. <laughs> he got blamed and burned for the Reichstadt fire. And so all of these civil liberties were suspended immediately. I mean, they... We Oh, ain't it awful? We're all going to die. I mean, it, I, you look at how this on another scale happened on January 6th with the group, you know. They they had this, oh, ain't it awful kind of thing that happened. But there were provocateurs. Where are these? Who did the Ragstadt fire? It's likely that they were Nazis themselves. These guys knew that by creating a uh, something that was cataclysmic, something that offended the people. You call them to crisis the of the day, doctor. It is. I mean, and, and you know, Pearl Harbor was uh, provoked and everything, too. I mean, we could talk about any number of these things. But the fact of the matter is, these ploys get played over and over and over. The, you know, this Wicked Witch of the West in, in Michigan and everything else like that that happened. We stumble in these things constantly. And people... Uh, we lose liberties every time that happens. If you stop and think about what happened, and, and you know, I've got the the 9/11 Commission report here with me. I'm not going to quote it. It's a long document, but but it is absolutely absurd. The things that that are promoted in there is fact, and and so they have these factual reviews of this thing. They don't even talk about Building Seven falling down, a 47-story building you know, that had a little office fire in it that fell down. Never, never, ever, ever has a skyscraper falling down like that before. They don't address those kind of things. And that causes questions to come up. And there's there's a there's another narrative than what we're given officially. So that's the kind of stuff with these Ragstadt fires and the the January sixth things and and the COVID outbreak and and the Israeli Hamas war and the the Ukraine battles Every single one of these things, the fires are being stoked by those that have an agenda. And it's just time for us to say, okay, okay, people are going to say, Bradley, how do you sort through these things? It's just so much mud being thrown against the wall. How do you scrape it all off? Well, it's sometimes the truth is really found even sometimes later. But the fact of the matter is you can always rely on principles. And and if the principle that you make the decision on is correct, more than more than likely you're going to be correct. And so if we go back to baseline principles, you know, the founding principles of this nation when it comes to the political processes, we'll be better off and probably right on track and on target if we go back to the original intent of these things. The pathway back is known. We could follow it. It's well marked. And, and all of these other noisy things that are out there, the fragmentation with made-up sexual status and the, the wokeism and, and all everything, that, everything that's out there, men against women, religion against religion, color against color, whatever, you say, no, wait, where does this fit in the formula? And usually, I mean, I'm a pretty simple guy. 
if if a really simple guy needs to use this methodology and, and find it that more often than not it turns out okay, maybe more of us could try it. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying, you know, the the the, the idea of the founding principles, that they're godly based. They came out of the scriptures. This idea of a religious and a moral people, public and private virtue, these kind of things are foundational to the separation of powers and checks and balances and all of this Bravo Sierra that's thrown against our heads all the time, all day long. And it's pretty easy to sort out if you say, okay, where does this fit? And if you can do that in a kind of a dispassionate way, yeah, you'll probably pick the right line. You'll follow the right well, path. Well, and the double standards make it easy to kind of understand and pick. For example, a headline just came out. It says this, the Navy, uh, Navy service member who sold secrets to communist China gets 27 months in prison. So let me get this right. You literally, as an American in the military, sell secrets to the communist nation of China, and you only get 27 months. Ray Epps, the big provocateur uh, in the J6 scenario, only gets probation, doctor. But say a Stuart Rhodes or, or somebody like that literally gets 18 years in prison. If you don't pay your IRS taxes, you get years in prison. If you, okay, and so we see this double standard everywhere we look, and they are above the law. They prosecute who they want to, uh, and they have a double standard here that's out of control. Well, you know, it's, you, you use this Chinese military secrets and this Navy guy. Well, 27 months, that's, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on how much money he made. If he made $27 million for it, that's a million dollars a month. That's a pretty good bargain for most people. I mean, you do the math, uh, you know, on an economic scale, you say, wow, what a deal. But but I, I, I jest, of course. But But the point of the matter is, though, he got 27 months. Bill Clinton got an extended presidency. He sold out military secrets, specifically Navy secrets, our propulsion system on our nuclear submarines, he handed over to the Communist China. Well, why? Well, they donated big time to his campaign. Oh, was that a bribe? I don't know. He wanted the office pretty bad. I mean, these kind of things happen. And, and again, we get to the point. I say use baseline principles. Okay. Should somebody sell out their office? No, they shouldn't. How can we tell they're doing that? If we look at what they do while they're in office. You know, people say, oh, get rid of all of the donations to campaigns. We've got, we got to provide tax money to campaigns. And we could go off on that a long time about why that's a disaster waiting to happen. But the fact of the matter is, uh, people say, oh, we've got, we got to get rid of these campaign finance things. Well, what they really did is they got rid of the small campaign finance person because somebody that gives a couple of bucks doesn't want their name put up in lights across the nation. They just wanted to, you know, but the big donors, the big dark money packs, they can give as much as they want. And there's no way to track it. Anyway, what you look at is what the politician does with their power. If that ex exceeds or is outside the bounds of the power that's been delegated to them, you know they're no good. I don't care where they took their money from. Good, bad, or ugly. What they did was wrong, and they should be removed from office. That's how you go back to the baseline principles. You can't track every dark dollar that comes into 
Joe Biden's campaign or into Donald Trump's campaign. You just can't. We don't as individuals. But if you have, have a moral and a religious people, you don't need to. Exactly. You judge their actions within the proper scale. Was it constitutional or not? It wasn't? Okay. We're done. We're done with them. And and again, I, I keep putting this back to a fidelity thing. They took an oath. They took they made a promise. It's like when you married your spouse, you took a promise to be faithful. Okay, so are you gonna be faithful seventy five percent of the time? That's only one week a month you're cheating on your spouse, or ninety percent of the time, that's only one day of the month, no, three days a month, you're cheating on your spouse. No, it's all the time. We've got to start being able to think in, the, in a straightforward methodology that helps us make good decisions and, and stop this nonsense about, I have a license to kill. Are you kidding me? Nobody has a license to kill. It's not acceptable. So anyway, we're... Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, quick pause. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power, the more they use the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. Hey, Mom, Dad, Mark here. Wow, I love college, really. I never knew living on my own could be so uh, good for me. Uh. To change your message, press 7. So, here I am at college. It's cool. Well, of course, it's only been a week. To change your message. Hey, it's me. I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run, you know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. To change Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks? Family. Isn't it about time? Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, there's so many stories left, ladies and gentlemen. Such little time, to say the least. It turns out that Jeffrey Epstein's brother, his name is Mark, he's 69 years old, and he's claiming there's a huge cover-up regarding his brother Jeffrey Epstein's death. 
interesting mark carrying the ball saying this is a serious serious cover-up and a problem dr bradley duh i mean I, I guess sometimes i just find some of these revelations are so passe with the, everybody should have known this the moment it happened even for hack perhaps before they even announced it I mean, this this Epstein guy, by the way, I keep hearing that there's names coming up and the pictures with little girls hanging around guys that were used to be the president and stuff like that. But at any rate, um, the fact is, I mean, every single stinking aspect of this uh, lie of a suicide is is questionable. I mean, talk about every failure that could have happened, the the bozos that were on duty, the the video cameras that failed. Uh, the idea that uh, the the injury that caused the death could not be could not have happened with a self-inflicted hanging i mean the, everything everything the the autopsy clarifies the fact that uh, no this just doesn't happen if you hang yourself with a bed sheet it just doesn't and and i'd sure love to see that thing get opened up again but you know what the powers that be those that are that are, I mean, I don't know as they'll ever get all their names out, and they certainly will not, um, you know, completely expose, and that's a, probably a poor choice of words, um, what really happened. But but some of the pictures I've seen out, these were little girls. I mean, I see, uh, it's, I see in the faces some of the little, you know, girls in church or the or the little girls you know if you got your own daughters you think holy cow i mean when my daughter was 14 i this that and the other it's like think about they're little tiny girls they're little people they've got hopes and dreams and these uh monsters these pedophiles these people in high places that uh that absolutely abused these kids and turned them away from their childhood and uh, and their whole lives are on a different trajectory now. I mean, absolutely appalling. So yeah, I'd like to see uh, Epstein's brother somehow bring this to the forefront and, and get it further adjudicated. And and I would like to see these creatures that that were guilty of this pedophilia uh, be prosecuted. I mean, uh, you, you talk about some of these people that oh, I just met with him for philanthropic purposes. Uh, we use the term Bravo Sierra quite frequently on this show, but yes, it is Bravo Sierra. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, I never was alone with that girl. Really? What does alone mean? Anyway, yeah, I hope it. I hope somebody digs deeper on this thing. I hope we have the truth on this, and it just goes to show, you know, you can say we're into conspiracy theories on all these things, but why would his brother be involved in the conspiracy theory? His brother's convinced we're not being told the truth. And I would simply say, why don't we let the evidence come out? Why is all this blocked all the time? Uh, why is, uh, for example, this um, Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever, why is she the only one taking somewhat of a minimal fall for this thing? No one else in the whole case has been prosecuted. And if you got 150 plus names on a list that took years to get released, 
Why wouldn't there be some accountability or following up? Nobody's guilty of anything except for Jeff who committed suicide and Ghislaine's the only one that's, so now you blame it on a woman? Now I'm not saying she's innocent, but what I'm saying is nobody else has any guilt. Everybody else is just like good squeaky clean, no problem, don't even need to investigate. But yet this guy supposedly killed himself and, and no real investigations and conflicted evidence everywhere and, and very strange circumstances. And, and then Ghislaine's the only one in trouble in these 150 names, no harm, no foul. At some point, the immorality has just got to stop here. And now you find out the people prosecuting Trump, this Fannie Willis, is having an affair with the prosecutor now. Did you see that? Um, I didn't, but somehow it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's kind of like uh, we're in the age of the anti-hero. I mean, it's like this lust, leisure, and licentious uh, behavior. is It just has taken over everybody. And... And uh, people party hardy, and they go between uh, rehab and and uh, unmarried pregnancy. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what the heck. We we don't have any more public or private virtue. It doesn't seem like those those two things that Washington said in his inaugural address were going to be pillars in his administration. And of course, then at the farewell address, he talked about religion and morality being pillars of of uh, popular government. We, we, I guess, you know, you say, did you hear about this? And it's kind of like, dang it, I didn't learn about the latest tawdry scandal. How did I miss that? <laughs> Holy cow. All right, two other stories before the end of the hour. We've got to get to both of them quickly. First one is Ron Paul says audit the Fed is back. So we really need to push our congressmen and senators to work on audit the Fed. Every year it comes back, it makes more ground. I know we're not there yet, but we got to audit the Fed. The way we can stop them from their war uh, escapades and stop them from spinning us into oblivion is by auditing and then eventually ending the Fed. So good for Ron Paul and good for their effort to keep audit the Fed on the table. I know it's, it feels like we're getting nowhere, but keep at it, ladies and gentlemen. It is a just cause, nevertheless. And a final ending story. Looks like Joe Biden, derelict in office, in my humble opinion to which I'm entitled. He now is pushing for more gun control despite the courts shutting him down left and right. He doesn't care, and he's pushing for more gun control. So expect in 2024 um, more violation of your Second Amendment rights, doctor. That's on the table as well. Well, absolutely. In fact, I saw an article recently where... There's a movement to ban 5.56 ammunition. Okay, so what the heck is that? If you don't shoot much, it's it's 5.56 millimeter ammunition. It's probably the most popular round aside from 22 long rifle that's out there. It's uh, the same as a 2.23, largely. The pressures of chambers and everything like that vary a little bit, but it basically looks the same to anybody that's, that's holding them in their hand. But there's a movement to ban certain calibers, if you will. And uh, it's kind of like, oh, these are so dangerous. Nah, it's a, it's in my opinion, it's underpowered. But you know, in World War II and Korea and everything like that, they carried a thirty out six, and then the latest wars were carrying a five five six, which, in my opinion, again is underpowered. It doesn't have to reach out and touch someone uh, authority that had been in former wars. But because it's so popular. Uh, Probably one in 20 Americans owns a 5.56 rifle. I mean, that's not a model. It's the caliber that it shoots. Well, it's the, the millimeter size. Anyway, yeah, you betcha. And and none of these things have any constitutional authority. Every gun that was in the Revolutionary War probably was a ghost gun, which they're trying to get rid of. 
the idea that that all of these things are owing to awfuls. We've got to be scared to death about them. We're all just going to, it's going to be an emergency. We've talked about this the last two hours. Everything that they can bring up and call an emergency, now they're saying is justification for a draconian controls that will destroy our liberty. Americans need to understand whether it's a germ or a gun or I mean, pick anything. You can't destroy our God-given rights constitutionally. They do it because we're lazy. <sighs> Where we so go with this, Dr. Bradley, is hard for me to understand and to know, but I would say this. We need to remember that God's in his heaven. He loves us. He is the author of our liberty. And the solutions are in obedience to his commandments. That's where the answers are found. The answers are found in the promotion of God, family, and country. The protection of life, liberty, and property. I know these are simple slogans that I've, that I've kind of focused on and highlighted. But really, it is that simple, Doctor. If we keep the commandments of God, he'll protect us and heal our land. If we stand with a God-ordained traditional family, that's where peace and happiness and stability and safety are found. And if we advocate for the principles that made America great, in other words, the checks and balances found in the supreme law of the land, uh, we can make America great again. These aren't hard. We've just got to let enough of the people know and then for the people to decide that it's important enough to matter. And when we do, things are going to change. And until we do, things will not change. You know, it's, it, I, earlier, and as we perhaps bring this to a close, we might be reminded of the fact that I brought up what little Frodo said, I wished it had not happened in my time. We live in tough times. There's a lot of challenges out here. We've got a lot of mud thrown against the wall by the bad guys, and we just wish it wasn't here. But as Gandalf said, uh, we all uh, wish that, that live to see such times. But that's not for us to decide. All we can do is decide what to do with the time that's given to us. We are given, you know, 60 seconds in every minute. 60 minutes in every hour, 24 hours in every day. Every single one of us has the same amount of time, and we need to decide what we're going to do with it. We need to use it more productively in the preservation of liberty. I've studied the American Founding Fathers for all my life, well more than 50 years as an adult, and um, I've found that astonishing how intently they were focused on the, their posterity. They wanted liberty for themselves and their posterity, and they hoped for the best for them. Our posterity, uh, I, I look at little grandchildren, their innocent faces and eyes, they don't know, but we do. We know what's at stake, and it's up to us to step it up and to bring about the things that will allow us to preserve our liberty so they can be everything that they need to be. So look I back, guess that's the charge. Ladies and gentlemen, in history for guidance. Stand in the present with faith and hope in the future and do all that you can to promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property. Even with a not too good of a voice, I'm going to stand for the sacred cause of liberty every day of my life. And I beg you, encourage you, invite you, exhort you to do the same. For Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his award-winning website, collegiate series, and more. That's freedomrisingsun.com. Lovingliberty.net is our nationally syndicated radio network. Libertyroundtable.com is our talk show website. Check it all out. Donate, get involved, do all that you can. And together, we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. God save the republic. <laughs>